recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. It's Zed Games. I'm Maylee and I'm here in studio with my good gaming pals. (laughs) I'm Django. We're your good gaming pals. We're good gaming pals. Yeah. I'm sorry, by the way. We're all good gaming pals (laughs) here. Look at us go. I am so happy. Like that. (laughs) Oh, like that. That actually, um, I'm really happy now. Did it spark joy? It sparked joy. We'll keep it. Yeah. I'm glad I'm being kept and not thrown <laughs> out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, we were going to keep you anyway, but yeah. like, you sparked extra joy. That was like joy squared. <laughs> um, I love it. Give me chocolate. Give me chocolate. Give me chocolate. I feel like that was the mood for the weekend. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> did you um, get lots of chocolate? I did not get lots of chocolate. I didn't get a ton of, I didn't really get much chocolate. Um, I did get a whole lot of chocolate hot cross buns. Oh, oh nice. Because um, yeah. I don't like the normal kind. No, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I, I can tolerate the normal kind, but if I given can't. the option, I will always go for the chocolate hot cross buns. Yeah. Like, or caramel hot cross buns. <gasps> yeah. That's a, I've had that's one a, of those. Thing? That's a thing? Are they like little chunks of caramel? I yeah 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 yeah. Oh my! Oh like my goodness. Basically, instead of where all the fruit would be, it's caramel. I don't know where they're from. Why are you telling me this now? A year yeah yeah yeah. Until I can get it's them. It's fine. Well, there might still be some, <laughs> but I don't know where they where they're from because, like, admittedly, when I had them, I was at like a, a a house that where people don't shop at like they shop at fancy places. Oh yeah, oh. fancy. Not for places. broke people. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, oh but well. if I f- if I do see them and I come <laughs> across them, I will like buy them in bulk and bring them mm-hmm. to our land party. Oh, we yes. need to talk about something else. <laughs> what do we What do we have tonight? Um, that isn't food. We have uh, what I predict to be a very very energetic, exciting review and a very chill, cool review. Oh. Who's doing what? Well, I w- I, well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Or we'll we'll hear. We'll hear. Yeah. Yeah. But we can't go to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not time for that. Why? What? Well, guys, have you forgotten? Yes. Clearly. It's it's time for the news. This week in gaming news, Blizzard announces World of Warcraft updates. Both World of Warcraft Classic and Regular Retail have had expansions announced this week, with the much-loved Wrath of the Lich King expansion coming to Classic and a new expansion called Dragonflight announced for Retail. The Dragonflight expansion brings a new region and a new playable race of humanoid dragons, and for the first time in almost 20 years, a change in UI design. Blizzard has stated that they are paying close attention to older systems like Professions and Talents to freshen up the experience for Legacy players. Nintendo Switch Online to add Game Boy emulation? Files containing emulators for both Game Boy and Game Boy Advance on the Nintendo Switch have leaked online, with Twitter users uploading footage of emulators booting up and running on the Switch. Other leaking accounts have mentioned that the emulators currently only work on Switch dev kits. Some of the confirmed working titles include Fire Emblem Sacred Stones, Metroid Fusion, Wario Land 4, and The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. Although nothing has been officially announced, it does seem likely that these emulators will be made available to Nintendo Switch Online subscribers at some point in the future. 
Halo composers settle with Microsoft after royalties dispute. Two months after filing a suit against Microsoft for unpaid royalties, Halo composers Marty O'Donnell and Mike Salvatore have seemingly settled with Microsoft after O'Donnell tweeted that Microsoft and O'Donnell Salvatore Inc. are pleased to have amicably resolved their differences. The pair's original claim was that Microsoft signed a contract that guaranteed 20% of the profits made from their music. At the time, they told Eurogamer, if this is 20%, then it doesn't seem like Microsoft is really making much money. Their pre-trial date was May 9th, but proceedings have been called off due to the apparent settlement. Samsung announces Pokemon Edition Galaxy Z Flip. For fans of Pokemon, Samsung has announced a partnership with Nintendo for a limited edition Ash Red Galaxy Z Flip 3. It comes with Pokeball themed packaging, a clear Pikachu phone case with ring stand, a Pokedex pouch, Pikachu tail keychain, Pokeball pop socket, and interchangeable Pokemon options to swap out with Pikachu plates included with the Pikachu case. What's the catch? You need to live in South Korea. If you're keen, there are ways to get the extra accessories for a standard Galaxy Flip online, and there's always eBay. Upcoming gaming releases. On April 21st, MotoGP 22, Anucard, Godlike Burger, Lumote the Mastermote Chronicles, Terraformers, Trolley Problem Inc., Balone, and Warhammer 40k Battle Sector Nectrons DLC. April 22nd, we've got Metal Tails Overkill and Winklejurt the Little Shop. April 26th, Dune Spice Wars, The Serpent Rogue, Zombie Army 4 Dead War, and April 27th, MLB The Show, The Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, Vampire The Masquerade Blood Hunt, and Warzone Season 3. That's all this week in gaming news. Ooh, so, so, um, I don't think this was actually mentioned by Elliot, because this, like, came out just this morning, but, um... Uh, Hot off the presses. The trailer for Sonic Origins came out this morning, um which is just basically like a uh, remastered collection of those early Sonic the Hedgehog games. Um, and there's a lot of DLC that is a weird, weird stuff that they decided to be DLC, like animations for the menu. Um, uh, odd. Hard missions being locked off. Uh, Don't love that. It's, uh, it's a little, it's a little odd. Um, animations for the menu. Like, um, wow. Like, I quickly looked at it and pretty much I was like, hard mode, hard missions locked off. Why, like, uh, why should that be the case? Why? It wouldn't bother me in practice because I would never play a hard mode <laughs> of any game. <laughs> but I've in theory, mode that's all the way. annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, even just like buying the deluxe edition, you still don't get everything in the game oh that would really bother me though it's yeah it's a little it's a little weird you spend a lot on like deluxe editions yeah and then to not have everything even though you spent the money on the deluxe edition i understand like dlc that comes out later but it's more it's more the the, it should be like half a year grace period yeah exactly if there's a deluxe version and there's dlc and they're released at the same time then that DLC should be in the deluxe version, in my opinion. Yeah, because there are games that do have deluxe versions, and in that it includes like future DLC too. Yeah, so exactly. If they can do that, why aren't you 
including the current DLC. Yeah, yeah. like it's crazy. Like I don't know if I'm old fashioned or something, but like back in the day when you got like a deluxe edition, it meant you had like an extra fancy case and like a special avatar or like a cosmetic item for your character. A nice little outfit. Like a nice the, little outfit. The Miles Morales specific suit from for Spider Man. Yeah, of thing. something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not just basic components of the game. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like. I don't know if I'm mad necessarily. I'm just kind of confused. I'm not. We're not angry. We're just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but also just kind of yeah, yeah, just confused. Like where? What, what was mission, the reason? Why would our missions be? Well, the, the reason is money. Yeah, oh, they right, want yeah it. of course. <laughs> <laughs> Silly I me. I, I completely forgot. forgot. You forgot we lived money, in a, yeah, uh, we yeah. live in a society. Yeah. Oh. This society. Oh dear. Um, but you know what? Speaking of tonight, which is the time. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what else it's time for? Uh, explosions. 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 Not of the studio. Not of the studio. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But. Don't say that word. Explosions want- of mines. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to hear about it. And. I want my mind explosives. Um, here is our good friend, our fellow. What was the phrase? Gaming pal. Good Ga- gaming pal. Good gaming pal. Our good gaming pal. Uh, GGP. GGP Toby. Nice. Oh, right. <laughs> Perfect. So we're coming cool. together. Yay. Uh, here to talk about a uh, beautiful game, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Take it away. Before sitting down to write this review of Tiny Tina's Wonderland, I checked my playtime of this new installment of the Borderlands franchise. Nearly 80 hours, which beats most Borderlands games I've played in the past. So what makes this game my pick as one of the best Borderlands games released? The game, for those Borderlands aficionados, takes place between the last good game and the bad one you probably invested too many hours into. Where Tiny Tina is still 13, your drinks are non-alcoholic, and the innuendo is masked. Hold on, what game are we playing here? We're playing Bunkers and Badasses, baby! And I, Tiny Tina, am the Bunker Master. So what I say goes! It's up to you, newbie. You are the Fate Maker. Not so fast, newbie. This is my world now. I'm done being told how my story goes. Your master's age of heroes is over, and soon her whole world will follow. <laughs> Tina, what the hell? I don't know, man. That wasn't supposed to happen. Just let me think for a second. <laughs> oh, oh, she really thought she could run you through the same old hero's journey as always. Well, not this time. I'm in control now. So, um, you play as the newbie, a creature of your own surmise. The genderless options included, plus click that slider override button, you monster. In the tangled web of Tiny Tina's Wonderland, and the world she has created? Spoiler-free review here, the dynamic between Tina and the Dragon Lord is... And confusing. Halfway through my second playthrough with my cousin, he asked what the actual dynamic was, and all I could say without spoiling anything was, yes. Bunkers and Badasses is a role-playing game, baby. And you are stuck playing the game, because you're trapped under a mountain with these 
people. So fourth wall breaks her in, and disbelief is suspended as you are led through a story of Tina's imaginings slash traumas. Oh man, this is the best. I am so glad that you guys are here to play games and be friends. Ah, oh, Tina, have you been lonely? What? No! And I sure hope you're ready, because it follows all the machinations of Dungeons and & Dragons and tabletop enthusiasts out there. Calling back to retcons... That's way too big of a jump. What if we undestroyed that last catapult and threw ourselves over? Hey, 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 hey! No touching the miniatures! But launching yourself with a catapult sounds cool, so I'm gonna let it go this once! Fantasy reimaginings... Here, take this C4. Tina, I know you like explosives. But can you make it more fantasy thing than C4? Right, 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 go catch ya. Oh, uh, yeah, right, uh, here, take this, uh, fantasy four. Look, I have a heap of these, and this was just recorded from the tutorial. Oh, this is great, we're all having fun! But what exactly is the Bunkers and Badasses world in the imaginings of Tiny Tina's Wonderland? At its core, it's just a reskin of Borderlands 3. Same mechanics, renamed loot, grenades are now OP and reclassed as spells. But the core difference is the beautiful new settings, removal of cars, and in its place, a game board. Much wow, many happy. And the new class mechanics. In Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, you get to choose between different classes with an expanding list as the DLCs are released. Plus, new to the franchise is the real RPG hardline. Base stats. Wisdom, intelligence, strength, dexterity, constitution, and affinity? I guess because we all have excellent charisma. We seduce the drawbridge. Yeah, I'm not even gonna make you roll for that. The drawbridge, it digs your flavor, baby. Works every time. Later into the game, classes can be multiclassed, aka mismatched, to create nearly anything that fits your playstyle. I tend towards face smashing and machine gunning badasses, or minion hoarding necro druids, all of which tendencies I can indulge with relative ease in the base multiclassing Wonderlands affords me. And should you prefer to spell sling while invisible, you are covered as well. Break me off a piece of that. Outside of that, it's the similar looter shooter you know Borderlands to be. Follow quest markers, listen to the quest voice actors, quip and joke, kill the big bad at the end, and then get overwhelming numbers of stuff pop from their corpse in pretty lights, only to be underwhelmed that none of it fits your playstyle. But fear not, when you roll that nat 20, you go from offhandedly fish slapping to ultimate badassery. If you have any backpack space left to carry it. Phenomenal cosmic power! So max out those carrying slots because you're gonna need them. Like most games in the Borderlands series, I do find I spend about 20% of my playtime fiddling with my inventory. Those numbers can be damned confusing, especially with even more interactions now taking place with spells, companions, arrows, and even more taking even more slots in this lottery of stat boosts on weapons and armor. So take your time, shoot some targets out the back of Izzy Fizzies and figure out what you have and play what feels good. It feels so good to be a hero! While the audio created by Joshua Carrot is good, it can get either repetitive in the overworld or it can very much fade so far into the background it forgets to loop, and you sit there in silence. Well, as much silence as you can have while voice actors repeat death lines ad infinitum slash nauseam over the top of the sound effects of your arsenal and spells assaulting not only the enemies, but your ears. I only notice the music when it is a feature of a quest, or I heard the same riff. Repeatedly. Good or bad, your choice. 
However, the voice acting was superb, with Andy Samberg and Wanda Sykes cast as your narrative friends, and the big bad Dragon Lord by Will Arnett, and then further layered with veteran voice actors quipping their way throughout the game. Alright, one last thing. You hear a rumble and a booming laugh that seems to come from all around you. <laughs> a battle jumps out at you! Random encounter! Ha! This is a game with more than a healthy stuffing of tabletop humour with SNL skit comedy styling. Should that not be your cup of tea, governor? Then you will nope out fairly quickly, crying cringe to the winds of suffering and the goddess Annoia. But should you chuckle, giggle and guffaw in merry mirth, you will be blessed by the tabletop gods with tongue-in-cheek humour, references to the insanity of tabletop RPG DM madness, as well as the dreaded popular culture references as one must in this day and age. Okay, so Paladin Mike isn't mine, but I met this cool nerdy barista on the Echonet, and they said I could use their B&B character if I wanted, and I was like, hell yeah! And they were like, chuffed, governor! And I was like, ooh, I'm stealing that accent too! There is an ugly to this tale. There are glitches where inventory sprites do not load and journals of quests disappear, but none game-breaking enough that won't be fixed by a quick reload back to the home screen. Load this on the SSD should you have one. And load up with friends, not online weirdos. Or you may find your character stats benevolently maxed out and all the joy and the challenge of this game gone. I hope you remember this. I gave it a shot playing by the rules. Now. I'm gonna have to start breaking them. So, after finishing the final quest in Tiny Tina's Wonderland, I am left grinding for better weapons in the endgame roguelite Chaos Chambers, researching current metas and builds, all while trying desperately to find friends to replay the side quests and main story like some junkie trying to get their next fixed. Desperately, I start to create characters, new looks, new weapons, synergies, only to drop them the next time I load up the game to try another, only to resolve to play the game with harder mobs. Same skill set and a grinding meta mindset. Whoop, you're stranded. Here's a nice bridge for you. They've been waiting for that bridge to pop up. Bloody infrastructure, Edip, finally came through. Tiny Tina's Wonderland was developed by Gearbox, produced by 2K Games, and is currently available on Xbox, PlayStation, and through the Epic Store on Windows. I bought and played through Epic on PC. Roll for initiative! Beautiful! Have you two heard about this game? No. Well, you're gonna. Cafe Manager is developed by Roost Games and published by Freedom Games and is available on Steam and the Nintendo Switch. A tale as old as time. Your <laughs> grandmother has left you her beloved no, cat done. cafe in the town of Catawalway. No, I'm done. In all her yarns, you've known about this sleepy little village and the magic and joy has given her. And meow, it's your no. turn. No. You arrive at the address and find an empty field and an old pirate? No, Ooh. it's just Bonner, 
a friendly fisherman who thought it would be best to inform you that unfortunately the beloved cafe has long since crumbled away. Just how long ago did your grandmother live here? But don't get your hackles up. You have enough materials and resources to get a small little shack put together. Throw in a tiny little kitchen and some rough looking furniture. And I guess you have a cat cafe, but you need cats. They're kind of essential. Luckily, some strays have turned up and they're super friendly. Add them to the mix and look at what they've dragged in. Customers! <laughs> no. Granted, all you can serve is water. But when you see their fi- face light up as a cat you just found curls up in their lap, well, I guess you can understand why your grandmother loved this so much. Cat Cafe manages a 2D simulation managing game in the most adorable, simple art style. You'll be learning about what it takes to run and grow a cat cafe, eventually filled with a roster of staff and adorable little kitty cats. And you'll also get to know more about Cattle Away, which is entirely populated by witches, fisher folk, artists, vagabonds, punks, and cats, of course. You'll meet and bond with a cast of characters and learn about their relationships with each other, the village, and with the cafe. And you'll learn about what's going on in the woods. Don't worry about it. It's not spooky. Let me walk you through a day at the cafe. Doors open and customers arrive. They take a seat. Already we start to get feedback with customers waving as they walk through the door and are disappointed in moat when they can't find their favourite seat or there isn't enough of their preferred decor around. You take the order and dash over to your little kitchen and put together the order. Some orders, like espressos and lattes, need a coffee machine. Others need a fridge and a chopping board, like sandwiches and salads. As you expand and grow your cafe, you'll have to expand your menu too, which requires recipes, more ingredients, and specific equipment. You'll bring them their order, they enjoy the order, and while they're relaxing, one of the cats hops onto their lap and curls up. Some customers will have a favourite cat or two, but trust me, every cat is a winner. Hopefully happy, the customer then heads on their merry way, leaving payment. Now the payment you receive depends on the customer. Vagabonds will pay with fabric, business guys pay with gold, punks pay with materials, fisher folk pay with fish, obviously, witches pay with nectar, and artists pay with gems, obviously. You'll need each form of currency in order to expand the cafe, buy decor, and cat supplies, learn new recipes, buy new furniture. So if you have a specific goal in mind, you can adjust how you advertise to each type of customer in order to draw in specific currency. But there is one universal currency, and that is love. After you meet a mysterious, ominous-looking cat, you'll be shown the cat shrine, and you're urged to restore it. Why? You'll find out in your own time. But the path to restoring the shrine is by love, heart, passion. You can select a project which will expand your cafe, unlock more furniture, allow you to house more cats, have more seats, and hire more staff. And with each project completed, the shrine starts to look just a little bit less feral. Oh my god. Every customer has preferred themes, decor, food, drinks, and cats. Some cats will be naturally attuned to fisher folk or witches. So to make everyone happy, you'll have to keep growing. And it's really satisfying watching that D rank at the end of the day gradually climb to a C and then a B. I'm getting pretty close to an A rank myself. It's actually kind of a lot of work, so you need more staff. You can go to the village notice board where you can adopt our cats or hire more staff. And as time goes on, you can train your staff. Perfect for when you get here with a rush of customers. They'll get better and quicker at taking orders, making small talk, making orders, cleaning up and calming cats down. Just like a real cafe. 
there were a few polish issues that were sometimes a little silly like cats teleporting around the cafe customers phasing through walls just goofy little stuff that didn't really detract from my overall experience i did experience a couple of crashes and occasionally there were some aspects of design that made it a bit frustrating like my not realizing that chairs needed to be set a certain way for them to work properly. But the team are really diligent and would often fix these issues while I was asleep, and I could return to the game the next day with problems resolved. There are probably a couple of other little things that pop up, but nothing ever really stopped me or made me want to stop playing. Cat Cafe Manager has a lot of little details that I find really charming. The title screen is sweet and calm, sniffing out the village drama is the delight and hearing the cats purr is so soothing. Hearing them yowl is less soothing, but the game delivers on those cafe noises and speaking noises and the little beeps and boops that bring life to a game. It's understated, a bit relaxing, and if I wanted to play my lo-fi anime beats to run Cat Cafes too, I could. There's a few key things you should probably know about me. I love cats, I work in a cafe, I love cat cafes, and I really enjoy games where you build something and create resources to expand the thing you're building. So when I heard about this game, I grabbed it with both of my paws. Okay, I'll quit with the pool puns. That was appalling. <laughs> cat Cafe Manager is built of so many things I love, so I was super excited to boot this game up and start my cat cafe adventure. Which is sounding like I'm building up to revealing I was severely disappointed, but I wasn't. I liked Caf Cat Cafe Manager. It was fun. I enjoyed the main cast revealing little parts about their lives to me, piecing together their upbringing, their problems and hopes and joys, and watching them grow and resolve things with a little bit of input from their friendly neighborhood barista. It was nice to see the cat shrine grow and become restored, seeing more and more cats return, bonding with the cats in my neighborhood and cafe, watching them return and building trust with them and watching the cats bond with my customers and then getting the cats adopted to loving homes. The game can be slow at times, really each day is about passing the time and calling you regulars over so you can talk to them, but there was a sense of pride of watching my, ca my cafe come together. Each day becomes another step towards expanding it, making it bigger and better, cultivating it to become a welcoming space to everyone who walks in. Whether a witch, punk, vagabond, fisher folk, artist or even a business guy, they've all got a place in my cafe. Thank you. Now, um, we lost one of our good gaming pals. To the, it was the puns, wasn't it? Well, I'm, I'm actually unsure whether it was the puns or it was the desire to go to a cat cafe, like, overwhelmed Ooh. them. But they just... Had to go. Yeah, it's just um look, when the call comes and you gotta go to a cat cafe, you gotta go to a cat cafe. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. I want this game. So you're listening to Z Games, is that it? Yeah. You're listening to Z Games. You're listening to Z Games. Hello, you're listening to Z Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Zed Games. Zed Games. Whoa. Hi. Hi. We're coming to the end of our show tonight. Oh. As you can see, we've gotten pretty worked up, so we probably need to take a break. Oh. It always goes so quickly. It really does. Like, an hour is just... But you know what they say about fun and time flying? Time flies real quick. Oh, my God. When time is having fun. I know we have to go, but 
this is video game related. Can I tell you a joke? Yes. It's a joke I got, and I will admit I got it from League of Legends. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, let me remember. Um, it's that so this guy's a time wizard, and he goes, "Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana." What? <laughs> oh, because fruit flies. Fruit flies like banana. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I was picturing like bananas just like flying through the air. Well, that's funny too. That is, I no, it's a terrible joke. It's just stuck with me since I first heard it. And now it's stuck ago. with me, and now it's stuck with all our listeners. And that is a gift we leave them with tonight. Yes, you can all suffer with me until next week. Yeah, <laughs> and then next week, um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll have even worse jokes. You know what? I'm gonna start looking at jokes. <laughs> all right, farewell. Bye! Dear good gaming pals. Good gaming pals, I love you. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time! time.